Happy 2022, guys. We made it to the new year. I hope everyone had a really great end to their year. And, you know, I have I have very high hopes for 2022. I think 2022 is going to be a great year, especially this month. I think this month is going to be especially great for people because while I don't love the idea of a New Year's resolution, like in the traditional sense, like we know in the traditional sense, it's kind of like a mockery, right? Um, what I do love and what I think people should kind of capitalize on is like the new kind of like energy in the air and like the fresh restart and like using that momentum to kind of create really good habits. And what I wanted to do with you to kind of kick off all of this newness is I've been doing this for a long time. We've been doing this for a long time. Nutrition Mish is, we're, it's a milestone year, guys. We're going to be, we're going to be 10 years old this year, which is insane. I like literally can't believe it. But in that 10 years, we've helped thousands of thousands of people. Um, I mean, this year alone, we, I think our grand total for weight loss was, it was over 12,000. It was 1,200, 12,000, I'm sorry, 12,223 pounds lost and kept off, which is amazing. Um, what I expect, but it's amazing. But, there, and people always ask, they're like, how do you get people to make results that stick. And that was actually that was actually a big point of contention for me when I was in school. When I was in school, I remember saying to my professors because I was actually working at the time when I was in school and I remember saying to my professors you know, like, all right, all this information is great, but like how do we get our clients to like actually be able to like make these changes? And their answer was, well, that's not your job. And I was like, what? And they're like, your job is just to tell people what to do. Their job is to figure out how to do it. And that's why I think nutrition is, is sometimes in not so effective field, but that, that's what, that's what I do. And that's what we do is we really show people how to like make these changes work. Cause very rarely do people come into my office being like, Oh my gosh, fruits and vegetables were healthy. I had no idea. Like everyone has a general idea of what they should be doing. It's just that they don't know how to execute it consistently. And that's what we show people how to do. Now, all that being said, because I've been doing this for so long, because we've been doing this for so long, um, you know, we see a lot of the same situations come up over and over again. So I've distilled down for you guys the top nine things that I see people do that are super successful. So if you implement these nine things this year, you will see so much success with your health, with your nutrition, with weight, if that's one of your goals. Um, but more importantly, it'll stick. So if you don't want to fall into like their traditional kind of like New Year's trap where like you're over it in a week, a week and a half tops um follow these tips and you're gonna it's gonna be very different from the traditional approach but remember the traditional approach it's like lighter fluid it kind of like lights up really quickly and then it's gone we want we want to you know run a marathon here not a sprint okay so number one don't make your goal just strictly a numerical goal the weight the pounds whatever it's got its place and i'm going to tell you how to use it maybe a little bit more of an effective way but bear with me on this for two seconds so often we make our goal i want to lose 40 pounds this year i want to weigh 130 pounds whatever it may be there's two problems with that the first problem is that there's no roadmap to get there so if i just enter in my gps for example i want to go to this address but then my gps never spits out a roadmap to get there i'm probably never going to get there so when we do this to ourselves we end up with this goal but like no actionable items and no real plan in place to kind of like make that work for us so i like using weight as like just as much as i might like putting an address in my gps i want to know when i've arrived but i'd rather put more emphasis on the the path of a destination destination that's going to get me pretty close to it rather than like just target that number. Uh, the second reason that weight is is a little bit tough is because if that's your goal, right? If your goal is to lose 40 pounds, what a lot of people do is they're like, well, how do I lose 40 pounds the most efficient way possible, right? That's a lot of times what we're looking for when we're looking to achieve a goal. How do I get to the goal quickly? 
The problem is that the quicker ways to get there, A, might not be in line with something that's healthy, right? Like, God forbid, you could get a disease or something like that. You could maybe suffer you know, with disordered eating habits, um, and that's not going to be in line with being healthy. So just because it's weight loss does not necessarily mean healthy. And the second thing is that you also might be choosing a way to get there that's not um, maintainable, in which case you're going to gain it back. So for example, um, if my way of being efficient and reaching my goal of losing 40 pounds is to like cut out carbs or never drink or not go out to dinner or not do any of the things that I could do for maybe a short period of time, but I can't do long term, then the weight's going to come back. So what was the point? So how do you use weight in an effective way? Um, that 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 will vary a little bit. Not everybody should. If the scale has some sort of like effect on your emotions, like if you step on the scale and it, it dictates your day, um, then I don't necessarily recommend using weight. And we're going to get into in another episode what you should do instead. Um, if there's something that you struggle with, if you want to look me up on Instagram at nutritionish and DM me, I could I could help you with this a little bit further personally. But um, for those of you who maybe don't have such an emotional reaction to the scale, but you want to maybe use it in a way that's like helpful, um, look at the scale almost like a barometer, right? So it doesn't have to be weight. It could be your size clothing. It could be your weight over time. It could be your cholesterol, your blood pressure, like any metric will do. And, but you know, we, we tend to use weight just because weight is, is the easier one. Now, if whatever metric I choose, if I make some improvements to my eating habits and I see that metric improving, meaning like my weight goes down or my blood pressure gets better or my blood sugar improves or my size goes down, um, that's a good indicator that whatever I'm doing is working. If I'm, you know, doing something and I notice over time the scale goes up or whatever metric goes up, all that might tell me is I got to maybe do a little bit more. If it's staying the same, it means I got to amp it up a little bit. So use use it as like a roadmap or like a dial, but don't kind of don't put your, your all your emphasis into the number. Um, if you do, you're going to be missing a big, big piece of the puzzle. And that's part of, you know, what keeps people, um, you know, in that that loop of gaining and losing weight. So instead you know, you can use the scale as like a metric just to be like, okay, you know, are the changes that I'm making putting me, you know, in the right place? Am I going in the right direction? But overall, all the emphasis that you'd put on weight, my suggestion is put it into the habits that are going to get you there. So my goal is to eat out less. My goal is to drink less. My goal is to, um, you know, go to the gym more, whatever it may be. Like, look at the actions that you can do that will get you to the numerical place and put all of your emphasis in that. Make that your goals. Number two is don't make big dramatic changes that aren't going to stick. A, it's not necessary to see results. And B, when you make these big dramatic changes, you don't have the foundation for it. So you end up crashing and burning. So what a lot of people do, they'll have like the last meal. I guess this year it would have been the Sunday before um, the third. So probably January 2nd. You have your quote unquote last meal where you eat all the things that you were never going to let yourself eat again, which is crazy. Um, And then, you know, then you're so good. Then you're on. Then you're doing it. And then the problem with that is, is when you're going from eating like cheeseburgers and french fries and milkshakes to like grilled chicken and egg whites and salad it's too extreme of a jump and you end up hating it and not being able to stick to it it's kind of like somebody trying to learn senior level chemistry their freshman year they don't have a foundation for it nor did they need to know that at that point so what should you do instead Think about improving, not perfecting. If I have a guy who comes in to see me, right, and he's eating 15 cheeseburgers a week and now he's eating 10, guess what? He's seeing results that week. If I tell him stop eating cheeseburgers are bad for you, he's binging by Thursday, right? So don't 
make these big dramatic changes that won't stick like make small changes and you might be like oh this isn't a big enough change if it's an improvement off of what your body is used to you're going to see a result from that i have clients come in all the time for their first or second week and they're shocked with maybe like the amount of things that i tell them to change and then they see the result the next week and they're like holy shit and that really gives them the confidence to understand that it doesn't have to be anywhere near perfect to see result it just has to be better so you know take inventory of kind of where you're at right now pick a few habits and be like okay i'm going to do these things a little bit better i'm going to eat this type of food a little bit less but really think of it like that think about improving not perfecting as you're going through all of this and you'll be much more successful and then when it is time for that next step it'll be a more natural progression okay so number three is we want to judge success not by how far am i still from perfect but how much better was i than last week so there's something called the human negativity bias i think that's what it's called and what the human negativity bias is it shows that as humans we are going to find things that are negative so much quicker than we are things that are positive so i am sure back in school you don't remember all the a's you got but if you ever got an f or a d or c or something you remember that or you don't remember like all the people that liked you remember that one person that didn't like you so it's human nature to focus on the negative um it's basically like back in the day it's what kept us alive we were able to like look out for threats and things like that but with this the problem is is that you're looking at all the things that maybe you're not doing perfectly instead of acknowledging all the things that you are doing right and then the problem with that is when you're creating negative momentum you're going to move in a more negative direction but when you're creating positive momentum you're going to move in a positive direction so it's really important as you're going through this journey and it is a journey you have to treat it like that is that you're really taking the time out to look at all the things that maybe didn't go perfectly and and look at that and see how to tweak that which we're going to get into the next little tip but in addition to that you also want to look at the good things that you're doing and really take some time to acknowledge that so like for example you're like you know what this week i you know ate out a couple more times than i wanted to but normally i would have eaten out every single day and i ate out you know five days which again doesn't sound anywhere near perfect but if it's better than this person's used to that's great or you're like you know what i, I wanted to go to the gym every single day i wasn't able to go every single day but i made it like two or three days and before i wasn't going at all um or you know what i you know uh really had great intentions to make dinner but this thing threw me off but now i know how to fix that in the future like always look at the positive and that's gonna give you confidence and momentum to keep going and get to that next level Okay, the next one is you're going to have weeks that don't go perfectly. Like, I I think that's like... I really think that's like a big misconception that people have is they think, well, I'm doing this thing, so it's going to be like smooth sailing out from here. It's not. You're going to fall off. You're going to have things go wrong. You're going to have like all this stuff, but in like diet culture or what we do with like new year's resolution stuff is we just like give up we just quit we're like well tried it this didn't work guess i'll see you again next year um that's not what we want to do um what you want to do is in anything else right like let's just think about it like sometimes i describe it as trying to learn a new language right you're trying to learn a new language and you get stuck on a part you don't just give up you're like all right well let me kind of like maybe just find like another way of learning this or let me like you know maybe let me ask my friend all right the next tip here is there is no such thing as a bad week bad weeks do not exist a big misconception i think a lot of people sort of have in the back of their minds when they're making new year's resolutions is that it's going to be like smooth sailing from here this is the new me i just am this person like you don't just become that person you have to like practice being that person over and over again before it is who you are um so along the way there are going to be things that don't go well 
in diet culture or like what we do normally with New Year's stuff is we just give up. We're like, all right, well, we did it. That's it. We're done. What you want to do instead is you want to really look at this as an opportunity to learn something about what is or is not working for you. So for example, let's say you like do all your grocery shopping like full on. You're like killing it. You did amazing this first week. But then the week after that, you kind of crash and burn. You could just be like, oh shit, well, I guess this isn't for me. I guess I can only do it for one week. Or you could be like, you know what? I put a lot of energy into that first week. Maybe that energy wasn't sustainable, especially because this week was a little bit crazy. So I'm gonna make it a little bit easier this upcoming week. That's what you wanna do. You wanna look at the things that maybe didn't go perfectly or didn't go well and be like, okay, how can I learn from this? Not just like check out. And again, that's gonna give you confidence because when you're coming at it from a place of negativity, like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with you? Why did you do this? Blah, blah, blah. Like when that inner voice in your head is talking to you that way around this stuff, you're gonna wanna check out. But if you're like, okay, look, these are the things I did really well, which was the last tip. These are the things that maybe didn't go great. What can I take away or what can I learn so that next week I can refine this and make this process work even even better for me. Okay, so just to recap really quickly, number one, we're not just making numerical goals because that's not going to show us how to get there. So you're gonna make your goals the habits that will get you to that numerical goal. So for example, I'm gonna go to the gym more, I'm gonna drink less, I'm gonna eat more fruits and vegetables, I'm gonna eat breakfast, whatever it may be. Like make your goals the habits that will get you the numerical achievement. Don't just make the number the goal. Number two, come at this from a place of improving, not perfecting. It doesn't have to be anywhere near perfect for you to see results. Your body's used to exactly what you're doing right now so just make it better when people make these big dramatic changes that they're not ready for yet it doesn't stick and then you tend to crash and burn number three judge your success based on how much better you were from last week not how far away you are from perfect the more you're focusing on the positive stuff the more all this stuff feels good to you the more positive momentum it's going to create the more you're going to want to continue And then number four, there is literally no such thing as a bad week. You either have weeks where you're executing and you're doing really well, or you have weeks that, you know, are maybe that maybe things didn't go perfectly. But what that does is that gives you an opportunity to see where you can kind of tweak. So for example, you know, like I said, if if this week I'm like, oh my gosh, I really wanted to make sure I drank more water and I did it the first three days, but then after that I forgot, I'd be like, oh, well, maybe I forgot because I was in a different routine or I didn't have my water bottle with me or um, I ran out of the water that I, whatever it may be. Um, And then you can fix that versus like just getting mad at yourself and giving up. Number five, sometimes it's better when you're going about this journey to focus on addition instead of subtraction. Quite often when we're trying to lose weight or fix our eating habits, we think of all the things we can't do. And the second that I tell you you can't do something, what are you going to want to do? Like whatever that thing is. And we're going to get into like how to manage that piece of it in a second. But sometimes it's easier to start from a place of, well, what can I add? Which, for example, I'm going to add some fruits and vegetables to my diet, and that's going to make it healthier, right? I'm going to add more protein to my breakfast. I'm going to add more water. I'm going to add moving a little bit more. You don't even have to call it the gym. Like, you know, like, just focus on addition, not subtraction. Sometimes adding healthy habits to your life rather than just focusing on subtracting it is a really nice mindset shift that, again, helps create that positive momentum. A lot of times addition is easier for people to do than subtraction. All right, next, number six here tune out the noise around weight loss and nutrition if you can this time of year 
I always joke around with my clients that nutrition, religion, and politics are all very similar in a sense where everyone feels like there are ways to be all and end all, but in reality, there are a million ways to get from point A to point B. Um, Literally a million. I've had clients get to their goal by eating more, eating less, focusing on their quality, focusing on their structure, focusing on their mindset. There's no one right way to get there. For you, it's whatever you can do long-term that's going to feel good, that's going to be an improvement from where you're already at. Um, Try to tune out the people on social media trying to sell you their pills and powders and multi-level marketing nonsense like don't fall for those scams and those traps the diet industry in general has a five percent success rate meaning 95 percent of the people that lose weight on any given diet program will gain it back in a year we've been there we've done that we watched titanic we know jack dies at the end like <laughs> let's not put ourselves through all of that eat right live right program that we have for example um which looks very different for everybody um but the framework is the same and one of the pieces of the framework is that food can sometimes be fun so all of our clients learn how to work in indulgences we call them so you learn to work in going out to eat or you learn to work in dessert or you learn to work in whatever it is like there's a way that you can work it in where you can still hit your goals and quite often my clients um, when they're first doing this will maybe get a little uncomfortable because they'll be out you know to eat with people and they'll order dessert and they're totally fine with that and that's and they're still gonna see results that week um, but somebody at the table will be like oh well I thought you were trying to lose weight so you can eat that and for some reason it, it just gets to people it makes them feel like they're doing something wrong or like, you know, like I was saying before, this time of year, there's a million people selling you different shakes and potions and commercials and whatever. Like if it's not something that you can stick to forever, if it's not something that you enjoy, or if it's not something that is an improvement off of what your body is already used to, you're not going to see results long term. But what that looks like for you can look very different for your friend, can look very different for somebody else. There is no right or wrong with this. There's a million ways to get there. It's what's going to get you there and keep you there. All right. So the next one here is try to think of food as two separate entities which i've talked about in previous podcast episodes sometimes food is fun and sometimes food is fuel and you need to kind of learn what each one looks like for you it's very similar to a financial budget right so when we're talking about a financial budget you have the money that goes towards like your bills and you know your mortgage or whatever and then you have money left over discretionary income that you can use within a budget for yourself so food is the same way When it is fuel, that's equivalent to like the bills and the mortgage and the necessity side. And that is so important because when you look at eating more as just like what food really is, food really is and nutrition really is. And this is the best way to think about the fuel side of it. What it really is, it's the tools that your body needs to make you the right way. So when you give your body the right tools, you get made correctly. When you give your body the wrong tools, you get made incorrectly. So when you're giving your body artificial sweeteners and artificial colors and all these chemicals or like a ton of processed fat and candy and big and just like just things that aren't nutritious and that's what it's getting primarily you're going to get made wrong because your body doesn't have the tools to make you the right way and that will manifest as illnesses or diseases or you don't feel good or whatever it may be then you know you go to the doctor and the doctor will prescribe you something to mask the symptom but it's not fixing the core problem food is extremely extremely powerful and the only reason that we're not prescribed foods is because it doesn't make money. You can actually Google Rockefellers changed the entire way that the medical system was changed to profit off of pharmaceutical industry. So, you know, when you go to the doctor, they don't know a lot about nutrition. They don't talk about a lot of nutrition. Um, people who promote nutrition as medicine are kind of labeled as like quacks. That's by design. <laughs> it's not the truth, but that's design. And I'm not saying you have to go down the rabbit hole, but just understand that the food that you eat really does dictate your health. That stupid phrase, you are what you eat, is insanely true. So that's the primary like 
focus of food but then sometimes it can be fun like I could take that leftover money that I have after my bills are paid and I can spend it on fun things and if you talk to a financial advisor or a good one they would never build somebody some kind of budgeting system without discretionary income so you need to work in discretionary calories now how much you're gonna be able to get away with will vary from person to person um if you come to see us we have a whole formula to figure it out but you have to kind of learn to have the two exist independently of each other you can't just tell yourself you are never gonna eat candy cake or cookies again some people can do that but it's very few uh, so for the majority of us mortals here learning how to think of food as sometimes fun and sometimes fuel and using them for those two specific reasons and then how much you could have of each that's a really good healthy way of looking at it um the analogy i like to make with my clients is water and vodka are both liquids but i don't drink vodka to hydrate and i don't drink water to have a good time um, but they're both liquids and i could have them both just in different amounts on different days if that makes sense for different intentions so you want to think about food as two separate entities too there's the fun food and you can get away with that so often and then there's the fuel food but when you try to live in this like all or nothing where it's very black or white that's when it starts getting a little a little murky Number eight, we touched on a little bit, but it needs its own it needs its own moment. Make sure whatever you're doing, it's something that you can do for the rest of your life. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time. Um, you want to kind of look at the method that you're taking of getting there and being like, is this something I can do forever? That's one of the main secrets to people who are successful in losing weight and keeping it off is they do it in a way that's maintainable. Sometimes I'll have people come into my office and they're like, oh, this is the lowest I've ever gotten. I've never gotten past here before. The reason you've never gotten past there before is not because you can't. The reason you've never gotten past there before is because when you're at that point, you probably like have it's probably been so much it's probably been like torture to get yourself there that you're just like all right i'm done i can't get past here um or maybe you genuinely hit a plateau which there's no another way to get around that too but for a lot of times it's just that you got there in a way that wasn't maintainable so you weren't able to maintain it if you get there in a way that's maintainable the whole process becomes very maintainable so that's a really important one um that you want to make sure that you're keeping in mind so just make sure you're checking in with yourself and you're like can i do this more or less for the rest of my life and lastly, if this is something that you're really serious about, sometimes it helps to get help from somebody who's an expert in this. Make sure it's the right fit. Make sure it's the right person. Make sure it's the right program. Make sure that you know you you vibe with them. Um, a lot of times, finding a nutrition program or a coach or a person or nutritionist or whatever it is, it's sort of like dating. Sometimes you have to date around a little bit to find the right the right one that's a good fit that speaks your language that resonates with you. Um, we, like I said, have so many people that we work with, and I. I, I can't tell you how grateful I am that we get to like help change people's lives like I get so many emails every single day that are just like this is something that I struggled with my entire life and I can't believe that I actually have a handle on it now and I'm so grateful for you like you know when I look at some of the things people sent me a lot of times they start off with like this program has changed my life um, and that's what you want. You should accept nothing less than that and uh, if you do want to work with us we do have some spots open for the new year what I will do is I will link a form below in the show notes. And if you fill out the form, uh, either myself or somebody on my team will be in touch with you and we can we can get you set up. But, you know, the most important thing this year is that your goal by next year is that you're just like a naturally healthy eater. So make sure you're putting yourself in that position. It might take a little bit longer, but as long as you get there and you can stay there, you know, who cares? So just to recap really quickly, we don't want any numerical goals. We want to just maybe have an idea in mind so that way we know when we've arrived sort of like an address in the gps but your goal should be the the pathway the goal should be the the roadmap to getting there the the habits that's what you want your actual goals to be 
Make sure you're approaching this by improving, not perfecting. Judge your success by how much better you did than last week rather than how far am I away from perfect. Make sure you're framing everything positively. There is no such thing as a bad week. Guys, I cannot stress enough how much progress is not linear. We all like to think that progress is linear, but nothing in life is linear. We have these like dips in a graph in the stock market. In any graph that you see, there's going to be dips. Are you using that dip and does it just like drag you down and does it defeat you and, and bring you back to zero? Or do you use that little bit of a dip as momentum to learn something from it and then does that spark bring you to the next level and the next time you have a dip you don't fall as hard and then you get to the next level there is no such thing as a bad week there's either weeks that you're doing really really well and you're growing and learning and and building off of that or there's weeks where you came across some challenges and you're learning from that even more and that's what gets you to the next level it's not a matter of if you're going to have a rough week it's a matter of when and what's going to make or break you is how you handle it Number five, sometimes it's easier to focus on addition, not subtraction. Number six, there's no one right way to do this. There's a million ways to do this. It's really what's going to work for you, but try to tune out other people's thoughts, opinions, suggestions, ideas. Like like I said, people mean well, but when it comes to this stuff, it's a very personal and unique journey and you need to find what works for you. And if it works for you, there is no wrong way. Number seven, really try to think about food in that fun or fuel kind of mindset. And when it's time for fuel, like that's the tools that your body is making you with. That's that's really when you have a chance to like give your body everything it needs so that you get made the best possible way. And then sometimes it can be fun. And like I said before, how much of each one is going to depend on the individual that you know you can get away with. Like I said, we have a formula for it. But for now, if you kind of even take inventory of how much fun stuff you have and you just do a little bit less of it, that's usually like a safe, good place to start. And number nine, if this is something that you need help with, get in touch with us. This is what we do. We have helped over 10,000 people. We've been doing this for 10 years. Our framework is phenomenal. And my goal in 2022 is to really help as many people as we possibly can. Um, You know, we are a New York, Long Island based company. We have uh, four locations on Long Island. We're a brick and mortar. Uh, We still have those locations. But, you know, in the pandemic, we switched everything over virtually. And then all of a sudden we started getting clients from all around the country and even some clients in different countries, which is really cool. So we have this incredible framework. You know, we kept it local for a long time. We spent the past decade refining it and it's something that I'm so proud of and that I I want so many people to have access to and I want people to just kind of see that changing your eating habits and and eating healthy or losing weight if that's what you're trying to do it doesn't have to be torture it doesn't have to be hard there's a way to do it where the process feels good and it's natural and like you have the support you need and then the goal is by the time that you're done eating well comes just as naturally as showering and brushing your teeth so that's the place that we really want to try to get everybody to in 2022 So like I said, I'm going to post a link at the bottom. If you just fill out your information in that form, myself or somebody from my team will be in touch with you. And even if you don't want to sign up with us, we can at least give you some tidbits just to get you started. All right. I hope everyone has an amazing start to their new year. If you have any questions, you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram or TikTok. Otherwise, I will see you guys next week.